Rich McKay and Arthur Blank will lead the search. They'll take input from General Manager Terry Fontenot. That tells me Fontenot's gone. That tells me they're going to clean house. That tells me they're big game hunting. And if something happens up in New England, I think they're going to be big game hunting on him. And they should. And they should. If I'm Arthur Blank and I have a chance to go get the greatest coach of all time, I'm coming. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and as Uncle Junior said, I'm coming heavy. <laughs> Don't come at all. Let's go come heavy. Gross. It's final hour of Jones and Mega with Arcan here on WEEI. That was Mike Lombardi on the GM Shuffle podcast. Oversharing. A lot of oversharing going on there. Not regulated and governed by the SEC. Uh, so he says don't rule out Atlanta for Bill Belichick, which is interesting because that's not just some talking head. That's Mike Lombardi who worked with Bill for years. We can debate how much intel and information he has there, but interesting nonetheless and something worth monitoring. Uh, meanwhile, a bit of an update in the last uh, half an hour or so. We've been following the Pete Carroll news. Sounds like Pete Carroll's in a staring contest with the Seahawks. Uh, too long, didn't read. That's how I'd translate it. The Seahawks fired him. They put out an announcement. He's going to stay on as a senior advisor. He's got one year left on his contract. And we played a clip at the end of last hour that makes it sound like he wants to continue coaching. And Schefter earlier today referred to Seattle as New England West. So is the same situation with Carroll going on with Bill? Are they trying to trade him? And Pete Carroll's under contract. He wants to go somewhere else. They're not going to let him. The Titans fired Vrabel. They didn't play that game with Vrabel. Would the Patriots play that game with Bill? And would Bill be the type of employee to play that game with? Or is it not worth it because Bill knows where the bodies are buried and Bill's not exactly going to be a good employee. He might burn this place to the ground if you try to hold him under contract in some nebulous role while he's chasing down the wins record with Don Shula. So if we're imagining right now that the Crafts are very determined to have this elegant solution and to be able to, in a perfect world, put this out with a grand statement saying that they're, they've mutually agreed, they're amicably, amicably uh, parting ways, they both are have glowing remarks in it, what leverage do they use to get Bill to play ball with that? He won't. I mean, I, I'm with you. He won't. Like, is there he any wouldn't play world, ball. Because it seems like... If they're dragging their feet on this, it's a, a huge part of it is that they want it to look so nice. They don't want fans to get mad at them. Fans who are intent on Bill coming back or are not ready to part with Bill emotionally. Like, yeah. can the crafts hold anything over Bill to say, hey, come on, I mean, they can play try. nice, make it look good. They can try, but what Bill and Pete are polar opposites. Mm -hmm. Complete, I mean, literally. Pete Carroll was here before Bill Belichick. Bill replaced him. It was night and day. Complete opposites. Pete might play the game in Seattle. I have no idea. It seemed like he was borderline openly defiant in his press conference, so maybe he won't play the game. And he's under contract. He doesn't have much of a choice in the meantime. But I, Bill Bill might sue. It's what he did to get out of his Jets contract. So, like, Bill is not going to be good employee, and he definitely won't be up there holding a press conference where he's biting his tongue. But here's where I wanted to go with this. In the last half hour or so, the Patriots have lost another staffer. Uh, I don't. What was Viangelo Bentley's exact title? He was title? under some kind of NFL oh, fellowship. It says corner, cornerbacks coach. I'd say, yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He's he's going to Duke as cornerbacks coach. He was a defensive assistant. Okay. So Ross Douglas was like an assistant to Troy Brown, working with the receivers. He's now at Syracuse for a lateral move. This might be a promotion for Viangelo Bentley, defensive assistant to cornerbacks coach in college. It's another coach leaving. Does that tell us anything about Bill? 
and his future here in New England. I wouldn't say anything surprising. I think especially because this guy in particular, he's on a coaching fellowship and uh, it's his second season doing that. So maybe it was something that was kind of predetermined. I don't really know how that works, but I'm not surprised that anybody would be leaving. Like, you don't know if your boss is going to stay here or not and what the next regime is going to look like. Of course you have to look out for number one. I mean, so that's how I feel about it. Like guys leaving are an indication that at bare minimum, they don't know. Reese reiterated that today. He reported that the other day. A number of people have reported that basically everybody's in the dark. In fact, who said this earlier today? Did Breer have this report? That uh, I think uh, Fowler and Graziano had it as well. That Bill's like, he told all the assistants to leave. And like, that's pretty typical, I guess, for how he handles things. But the assistants are gone. They're in the dark. And, you know, they'll come back maybe at some point with him still as head coach. Or maybe they'll all be out of jobs. Who knows? Yeah. Um, one interesting thing about this is that last year, a lot of coaches left, too. So, I mean, I don't know that this uh, necessarily good point. tells you anything. It's a good like... point. Although we do know that Bill was on thinner ice than we realized. That's true. You know, looking but back also, at, like, there was an exit. Like, one guy leaving now doesn't really tell Wouldn't be the first time people are leaving. Yeah. Fair point. But should we follow that trail? Ross Douglas, lateral move. D'Angelo Bentley. Maybe it's an upgrade. We can debate that. Wasn't that Will Ferrell's character on The Office, by the way? What? D'Angelo Bentley. I, I, I don't remember. Something like that. So is that worth tracking? Does that tell us anything? Uh, 617-779-7937. Uh, the, the, the Pete Carroll thing, though, is is very interesting, looming over all of it. And the one thing you can say about ownership in Seattle is at least they're not afraid to make a move, which to me, you know, is unlike what the Patriots are doing here. I mean, the Patriots just remain uh, locked up and in limbo. And maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe it is a a staring contest. Maybe they want to make it look like there's no tampering with Mike Vrabel or they have to honor the Rooney rule because they're just going to promote Gerard Mayo from within. Uh, Ryan, I think I had Florio 2 penciled in. Let me play Florio 4 again because I think it's more relevant to what's going on in Seattle. Uh, this is Mike Florio on whether or not Robert Kraft will make a move or whether he's gun-shy. Is there anything Belichick can do to get Robert Kraft to not jump out of the plane? I've been using that metaphor or simile. I'm not sure which word is correct. But the idea of Kraft being in the plane and the plane goes up and he's got the parachute on and now he's at the door and is he going to jump? He's at the door. And Belichick is flying the plane, yelling back over his shoulder, well, go ahead and do it. Go on, dumbass, and do it. There's a line from Christmas Story, I think. We're out of season, but still, those ideas kind of pop around in my brain from time to time. I just don't know that Kraft is going to do it. And the unexpected immediate availability of Vrabel is a factor that makes the Kraft-Belichick-Patriot situation a little more interesting. So interesting that, you know, I just got to check my phone and make sure that something hasn't happened in the past 15 minutes since we started this. All right. Yeah, don't worry. It hasn't. You haven't missed anything, uh, at least in New England. Plenty's going on with Seattle and Pete Carroll. Uh, should we look at that and say, well, at least Seattle isn't afraid to make their announcement and make a move? Is this real? What, what the heck? What? Just, I, I don't know if the, you're, you care about this. There is some news from college football that is loosely tied to Belichick. Okay, hit me with it. Is it breaking newsworthy? Oh, wow. Did you just you tell you tell me, Arkan? Breaking newsworthy? Can some can somebody tell me what it is? Hold what on, is I want to make sure that this is not. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm. Not no, I think it's real. Schnooked here. I think it is real. It yeah, appears I'd, I'd, hit, I'd hit the sounder for this. Okay, let's hear it. I don't know what it is. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today.
Chris Lowe at ESPN had this first. It's now been retweeted by Adam Schefter. Nick Saban is retiring after winning six national titles wow. at Alabama. Saban out. Uh, who floated this before? Did Feinbaum start floating this a couple of weeks ago? Like, I've, I've seen this out there. And so, again, when you see little breadcrumbs, there were some on Carroll. There have been some on Saban. I'm still surprised this one actually happened. There's plenty on Belichick. Pay attention to him. But, wow, Nick Saban is out at the University of Alabama. I mean, Saban retired on Pete Carroll Day? That's unbelievable. Why would you do that? How could you possibly, when Pete Carroll's well, already That's a good point. Fired, a good point how again. could you announce your retirement? There's good point. definitely not going to be a Bill announcement today now. No, I, that, no so that's fair. Not on Saban Day. Okay, and this is late in the day. Like, this is, this is news dump territory. Saban night. For the day, right? I mean, it's not uh, news dump in the week, but 5 o'clock on a Wednesday, a few wow. days after the national title game. So right does now now does Robert Kraft have to give Saban his whole day to react tomorrow and say no, Saban no, no, gets no, no. a Saban gets a day? What are you saying? No, 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 no. no, no. You're no, the no, one who's no, worried no. about timing also, over that's there. College, you trump college. You just said you don't think they're going to make an announcement tonight. No, I don't. Okay, but tomorrow is okay. These are my rules. I'm just making yeah, for myself. I, just, I don't I, know what the crafts will do. This is why I wouldn't worry about when other people make announcements. Just do what Seattle did or what Alabama's doing or Saban. Who made the announcement? Who are they attributing it to? Uh, Chris Lowe. No, no, no. But who is it? Saban's retiring sources. or Alabama? Uh, sources tell ESPN Nick okay. Saban's retiring. Got it. So we need more information on that. But nice like, scoop for Chris Lowe. Just make a decision. Just make a decision. And I'll double check. I'll fact check myself on whether it was Feinbaum or not who was leaking this out. But wow, what a day. What a week. You know, you start with some minor, low-level moves. Rivera. Sorry, Mego, that one wasn't a surprise. Arthur Smith. You get to Vrabel yesterday, which seemed big. Then today you got Pete Carroll and Nick Saban. Arkham with all the latest here in Trending. When we come back, what's coming up in Megsplaining, Mego? What's coming up in Megsplaining is what would you do if you found a hidden door in your home? Would you explore it? Or leave it alone. This is something that is surprisingly in the news a lot. Okay, become John Malkovich. We're gonna we're <laughs> gonna follow that one. Uh, we'll follow the uh, the hidden door into Meg's planning. That's right after trending with Arcand again on all the latest coaching news, and there's a lot of it. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A U D A C Y. Say W E I is a favorite, and listen wherever you go. Now more of Jones and Mego on W E E I. How, how can we let a guy come out here like that? Hey, 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 Ben, go back in the locker room, man. You got your knees covered? Get out and get your knee pads on. That includes you, morons. It's a horrible release, 21. Horrible. Not bad. All right? Not average. Horrible. Don't be doing that arm over. You're too short for that. Just keep it right there. Right there. Get your elbow off and throw the ball. What'd you do when you were a kid? Play Nintendo? Jake, this, not this. Your hands are back here, man. Might as well stick them up your ass. Give it to us again. Give it to us again, please. On the ball. Run it again. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again, Brady. You know, a lot of those things you didn't understand. You know, why do I have to do this? You know, I mean, just like players say, we won the game, why do we have to do this over and correct it? Well, it's because it wasn't right. It's from the art of coaching, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban from a few years ago. Now, what kind of film is that? Because as you said, very... um. 
Very visual language they were using. It, it certainly was. And get your knee pads on. <laughs> Y'all know what he meant. Um, the reason we're playing it for you, if you're just tuning in, Nick Saban out at the University of Alabama. Big breaking news. He's retiring. I wonder if he's being shoved out. I told you Feinbaum started dropping breadcrumbs on this last week. Uh, this is from January 3rd. He said, for Nick Saban, it feels like he's very close to the end. He can't stand the portal. He can't stand NIL. And you just have to wonder if this was a swan song the other night, meaning Alabama's loss to Michigan. It very well could have been. So I don't think this came totally out of left field, but I'm still surprised to see the headline. When you guys said that, I was uh, surprised. When you're like, oh, this might impact the Patriots or it's related to the Pats in some way, shape, or form from college football. I didn't expect that. I can tell you that right now. It's <laughs> a pretty, pretty big one. I wonder, do you think that this has any impact on how Bill evaluates his current situation? Is it like when he sees Pete Carroll and he sees Nick Saban, his good friend, both changing or leaving aspects of their job, retiring, taking a step back for Pete Carroll, even though he says he's vigorous and he's jacked? Is it like when you see somebody who's your age from high school that you haven't seen in like 10 years and you're like, wow, they look like crap. Do I look like that? You know, Am I aging like that? Yeah. Is it him looking around and going, everybody else who's 72 and 73 is deciding that this full-time head coaching thing maybe isn't it anymore? I don't think so. Do you? I don't think he thinks of himself that way. No, I think it should be a wake-up call to fans who are like, Bill hasn't lost it. Like, we get calls like this all the time. Well, guess what? Pete Carroll, do you think he hasn't lost anything? He turned 73 in September. Nick Saban, do you think he's lost it at all? He turned 73 in October. Bill Belichick turned 72 in April. So he's a contemporary of them. And, like, I don't know. I look at those guys and I say, yeah, maybe they've lost it a little bit. Alabama hasn't been as good the last handful of years. They're still really good. They were in the, the college football playoff. You know, Pete Carroll was in the playoffs two years ago. Bill was in the playoffs three years ago. But this should serve as a wake-up to everybody who just thinks Bill hasn't lost it. Bill will never lose it. These are his contemporaries. And Saban is retiring. Let's see if he winds up anywhere else. I mean, I want to see where that reporting goes. Is he being shoved out? Does he still want to coach? Because the initial reporting on Pete Carroll is he's happy to move upstairs. And now it doesn't sound like he's all that happy to move upstairs. And maybe Pete's still going to coach. But these other organizations, or in the case of Saban, the University of Alabama, a college, is moving on from Saban. Like, it does just seem like that kind of week where with all the big news that's dropping, specifically today, Carroll and Saban, you might as well move on from Bill Belichick as well. These other teams aren't waiting around, neither should you. Arkan? Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of with that. I do think uh, now it's good for my Colorado Buffaloes to probably get some of those Alabama recruits who are out now that uh, Saban's leaving. That's true. I so mean, Dion's going to gobble those up. That's true. It's <laughs> a good point. Keep it right there. It's one thing I'm happy about. But, yeah, I'd say in general this is, uh, you know, this is a pretty big banner day and maybe a big banner week for the sport of football, really. I mean, you're talking about football lifers and guys who are the most accomplished, maybe the greatest uh, college football coach of all time. I mean, is there, you know, like, is there definitely one better than Saban? I don't know. And uh, Pete Carroll, I mean, he's not accomplished the same amount, but he is one of the few who's got a D1 championship and a Super Bowl. So, I mean, these are two these are two titans of the industry. Meanwhile, Bill Belichick is the dog in the house on fire going, this is fine. This <laughs> right. is fine. I like well, this. Well, yeah, is that is that Belichick or is that Kraft? Like, I'm not sure which one of them is, uh, is the dog in that analogy. Uh, a lot of people are joking about Bill Belichick going to Alabama. 
I don't see that happening. Yeah. Uh, if, if anything, if Bill's going to college, he's going to Navy. That's too short for that. That's the only place Bill is going. He's not taking the University of Alabama. Bill's only job. coached in the NFL. I can't see him going to college at all. I see. This is where I disagree with you. Bill's going to hang on and get the wins record, but like when he's done in the NFL, if he hits Levy Landry territory, maybe he already has Joe Gibbs territory, and Bill still wants to coach. Go take the Navy Could job. Could you imagine after all these years of drafting these guys from these D2 and these D3 schools and high draft picks, he goes and coaches the football powerhouse program of college? Be Alabama? Alabama. No, he won't take Alabama. He, I could see him taking Navy and just coaching until that you would, know, that would be more he fitting. can't stand up anymore. The Lenore like Rhines of the world. No, no, Go until, there. Until he's too old to like not stand on a sideline anymore, I, I think Bill's going to keep coaching. I don't see him doing TV. I don't see him moving upstairs into an advisor role. I think Bill's going to keep coaching. He has drafted a lot of Alabama guys, but I'm just, <laughs> I'd love to see Bill on the recruiting trail. Imagine the ring camera videos you'd be seeing then. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, listen, this is what Saban's sick of. And I'm sure what he's sick of is the the playing field is leveled a little bit. He's tired of competing. Like, honestly. Like, he, he had a built-in advantage for years and years and years, and now the playing field is leveled a little bit, and he's sick and tired of it. Because other coaches are younger and more youthful, and they're better at it. And I, I don't know if Bill wants to admit that to himself right now, but I'd say the same thing's happening to Bill in the NFL. Well, also, if for those out there who even are kiddingly saying, oh, well, Bill's going to go to Alabama, I feel like we didn't hear anything like that if – when it was floated that Jim Harbaugh would be leaving Michigan to go to the NFL. And I know that hasn't been reported. It hasn't been decided. But that idea, it's not like, oh, Bill's going to go coach Michigan. It's like, is Alabama the only school, Navy, and emotional attachments aside, Alabama is a pro enough program for Bill to go coach? I just don't see it. So this continues to underscore how I feel about it. There's so many good candidates out there that this is the time to move on from Bill. You just mentioned Harbaugh. Maybe that's more. Maybe the Harbaugh announcement comes tomorrow, and now you got to wait till Friday for Bill. But whoops, Friday looks like a news dump, and you can't do it on Monday because it's MLK Day. And now we're on the next Tuesday before we can make an announcement on Bill Belichick. There's a lot of good candidates. There's no reason to drag your feet. Make the move. Seattle's doing it. Freaking Alabama is doing it. Tennessee and Atlanta and Washington and everybody else have already done it. Vegas was way ahead of it. What are you waiting for? 617-779-7937. We have Meg Splaining coming up in a moment. Let's knock out some calls. David's in the car. Go ahead, David. Hey, good afternoon. So thank you for taking the call. So sure. here's my, from what I'm hearing, the rumors are. So Belichick is staying. He's going to be the GM. Can I just ask you, David, when you, t- the, you, hang on, David, when you say you're hearing, what do you mean? What do you hear? Hear me out. No, but, no, but, like, but like, just hang on. When you say you're hearing, what does that mean? You're hearing it on Sports Talk Radio or you're hearing it on TV or you're you're hearing things? Uh, inside, inside sources, outside of the football league, you know, we all know crafts own other business other than football. The business so world, let's okay. Just leave it at that. Okay, that's good. That's good enough so, for me. So, good. in the business world, there's a lot of talk in the business world. So, he goes to GM. Vrabel comes in as the head, as the coach, and Mayo will be the official defensive coordinator. And the two kids are out. They got. And the kids are out. Wow. <laughs> Okay. How Wait, we... So Bill stays, but his sons have to go? Kids are gone. Bill's not coaching anymore. <laughs> he moves upstairs. Mayo's D coordinator. Vrabel's the head coach. Beats. Go make your own way. I, I got to be honest. I would hate that. And I, I don't think anybody in that scenario would like that. No, I, it's, it's a rare scenario in which all parties are Everybody displeased. loses. Yeah. Bill's not coaching. Vrabel has no personnel power. <laughs> Mayo's just the D coordinator with the title now, but he wants to be a head coach. And Bill's kids are out of a job, you know, fighting with Linda for the Nantucket house. No, thanks. No, thanks. So, like, I mean, look, if David the car is just right. crazy enough to work. Yeah, I mean, if he's, if he's right, I'll give him all the credit in the world. Like, if you're right, I just, that, okay, that is. Okay, okay, so here's the deal, Linda. That is you a know, loser across the there's board. There's a guest cottage out back. 
<laughs> you can take that. But me and Steve, we get the big house, okay? At least until July when dad shows up. <laughs> okay. You're not even our mom. Okay, so again, so again. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not my mom. Hey, so clean up after Nike in the yard. Jesus. So when it comes to uh David in the car, if if he's right, I'll give him all the credit in the world. You heard it here first. 617-779-7937. You can jump in line for Rich Keefe. Who can, drank all my dang Cokes? You can also jump in on Meg's planning. Let's get to that with Megan Annalini right now. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg's Splaining. Meg's Splaining. Whenever I come across one of these videos on social media, I can't look away. I dive deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's a specific, specific category. I'll ask you this, Arkan. If you had an inkling or uh, let's say somebody comes to your house to work on something with your plumbing or something, Mm -hmm. and they tell you it appears that there's another room in your house behind this wall. Mm -hmm. Or there's another floor behind your basement. There's a sub-basement to the basement. What would you do? I would come. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I would definitely uh, want to explore it, yes. Okay. I would want to know the secret uh, part of my house. So, you want to go see the murder room is what you want to do? You're definitely. like, oh, cool, there's a murder room Show down here. Show me the murder room. Let's see if there's so any dead bodies. I want to see So why do you assume it's a murder room? Because uh, it's boarded up? Because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's hidden? Yeah, exactly, because it's hidden. Okay, so there's this whole subset of videos that are on social media. And the one I came across today was stupid. That's like, how I it covered was... my murder room. Okay. <laughs> please, please, Arcan. We need you here. Don't incriminate yourself. Okay. Um, I came across this video and I was like, this is so fake. It was this person who, oh, they find this door and they're upstairs and it's a crawl space and they go into the crawl space and they find a suitcase and in the suitcase is a smaller suitcase Murderer. and then they open the smaller suitcase and what's in the smaller suitcase? It's a doll. It's a creepy doll. I'm like, yeah. and everybody's commenting, this is the beginning of every horror movie. This house is from The Conjuring. I'm like, this is so fake. You guys are stupid. So what I did was I looked up some recent news reports in which actual outlets covered people finding secret spaces in their houses. Real ones. And there's two Not that just ones. happened in the last week. Okay. These are real. So the first one was this woman in Dorchester. Her name's Misty. And she posted on social media about how she had people working on plumbing in her house and they found a leak with water backing up from a mysterious spot in the basement. And her plumbers go down there and they're basically like, hey, we need to get to what's behind this wall. It's what's causing the leak. And she's like, there's nothing behind that wall. We're in the basement. This is the foundation. And they're like, that's not the foundation. So, Ryan, can you play just a little bit of the sound from her video? Yeah, then we noticed um, that's definitely a bricked in wall. So that's where the water was coming out. And as you can see, that is new stone that is covering up a whole room. You can even see the doorway around it. So now I guess our next steps is we have to get in there because there is a pipe that's broken that we have to fix. And so I guess come along with us while we try to figure out what's in this creepy room that's been Don't broken. go in there! That's my feeling too. Like, I don't... I think it's the one thing with the curiosity. Like, I always want to know everything, and I'm very nosy, and I'm very curious. If it's in my house and I've bought the house, don't give me a reason to need to move. 
Like, I don't want to know. If it's yeah. boarded up, or, I just let sleeping dogs Or devalue the property fly. or something like that. Wouldn't it, well, maybe it would increase the value because it, it would increase the square footage. It could, but I'm not I'm not real interested in uh, trying to sell the murder basement home. I'm not real so interested in that. they go through all the video, and they are basically just, like, doing demo work on this wall. And what she's explaining there is there's a specific brick that's over the wall that's different from the other parts of the basement. Okay. So someone bricked up this whole wall with a with a like little door panel that you can see. And so they break through it and when they get into the room, they can't get into the room because it's full of rocks. Hmm. Somebody filled the room with rocks. Was there a corpse underneath? Yeah, the seriously. Rocks? What are there skeletons under yeah. there? Isn't it crazy? So they like went to their historical society to no, try to find the, not, that is, there's my first well, instinct was think, right about this. Murder basement. So what they think is that it was actually a tunnel that went to a local to mill. To a murder basement. And then, so there was another one. See this one's a little bit. those tunnels in New bit... York, by the way? <laughs> Wait, what? Those tunnels in New York? What are you talking about? Uh, it's another story for another time. I no, what, what, what is this? It. Uh, it's a big, long story, but it's, it has you, nothing to do with this. I'll tell you. Can I'm you spark sorry. notes version it? I'll, uh, I apologize. <laughs> apologize for uh, derailing. I thought you guys both probably saw the tunnels in New York. This is like the hidden room of mexplaining. Uh-huh. I need to know what's behind here. No, okay, we're just going to so fill this one with rocks, too. In New York City, in Crown Heights, the police uncovered these uh, tunnels in between two synagogues that Hasidic Jewish people had been using to go back and forth, I guess, between the synagogues. And it's this whole oh. bit. There was, like, mattresses and stuff in the tunnels, and they're all underneath the uh, thing in New York. So it's not exactly analogous to what you're talking about, but it was a big secret thing. Underneath the, so I, the but sidewalk the people in New York City. who belong to the temples now. So I was gonna say, I, I don't you read about like uh, this is what it reminded me of. Arkin reminded you of this story in New York. It reminds me of like, and you'll read this periodically. Uh, you know the 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 pyramids in Egypt. They'll be like, oh, there there's like a hidden room. Like they can tell with like infrared cameras or whatever that there's something on the other side of this wall that's never been discovered. And I'm like, why on earth would you go in there? Like curiosity, there, could, okay. there could be there could be riches. Yeah, beyond. sure, there could be, or you could, you know, unleash the mummy or whatever. Like, I'm not real interested in doing that. Or rocks. Yeah, or rocks or something dumb. Right, exactly. So, like, I don't know why is that room boarded up? Probably for a good reason. I'm not trying to unleash anything. I'm not trying to find a murder basement. Maybe there's some jewels in there, and you know, to the victor goes the spoils. I'm not real interested in playing that game personally. And you know, for humanity, let's leave that wall. Let's leave that room. Those walls shut in the pyramids. Let's not open those up. So there was another case a couple of days ago in England. This woman bought a 250-year-old house, and she was doing major demo on it because she wants to, like, gut renovate it. Yeah, because it's 250 and, years old. Right, yeah. and so she's she's going deeper into the basement, and she and her crew figure out that there is a staircase that was covered and boarded up. So they go in down there, and there's this whole room that has a bathroom, like a modern bathroom and a fireplace. And it's like she said, it's as the size of the entire layout of her house. There's a whole other floor in her house, yeah. under her house. Right. Guess what happened? She went to the neighbors. She found out the house she bought, the people who were living there were using that level of the house as a grow house. And there was a raid nice. from whatever the equivalent of the FBI was there. Uh-huh. And so then they sealed it all up after. Scotland she said, Yard. It's, it's Scotland Yard. It that smelled like it. dog crap. Yeah. So this is the thing. It, there's something that's hidden. Something bad probably happened in there or something illegal was going on in there. It probably reeks. It's decrepit. It's all falling apart. But imagine all the crappy old British weed you could find. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I just, I'm just not, I'm not. You could I'm develop that into like an in-law apartment. Maybe. Uh, in-law suite. 
Yeah. Perhaps that's possible. Arcan, what would you do? So you're the only homeowner among us. What would you do if you bought your house and as you guys are going and doing your renovations, you find out, oh, there's this big extra room downstairs. Was, I would 100% use it. Yeah, I'd, I'd clear it out. Yeah. I'd put uh, some, you know, carpet tiles down. And I'd have another room in my house where I can put my stuff because I only have the one room in my basement. So it would be another room where I could presumably put my crap, which is, you know, all I really want. Is there a part of Amityville Horror that is kind of like this? I don't where know. Where there's like a, a sec- secret room behind one of the rooms in the basement? Didn't see it. Do you remember, Ryan? I mean, the whole house is. is I know the whole house is messed up, but. I mean, there might be. It's been a very long time since I've seen that movie. Arkan, when you bought your house, how long would it have taken for you to move in and decide, actually, we need to clear out of here because there's, uh, there are dark forces in the house? I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have. Uh, because of the housing market? Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it, certainly the time when we did it with the uh, with the rate we got locked in, they could have had, the whole house could have been haunted and we still would have gone with it, I think. But really, I mean, you know. The realtor could have been like, and here's the murder room, and I'd have been like, okay, that's. <laughs> just, would we'll you knock, buy? We'll knock out a wall. And, in uh, Massachusetts, yeah. do they have the disclose? Like, if there, if someone has been murdered in the house, I don't know. Because there were, they didn't disclose, they didn't disclose that. If to someone us. was knowingly murdered in there. I would hope so, but yeah, who knows? Well, there's different laws by state. I know, but like in a 250 year old house, I know that wasn't in Massachusetts; that was in England. But in a 250 year old house, I don't know if they have uh, you know perfect uh, uh, kept up records on all the murders that happened in the home and all the shady stuff that happened over 250 years. One of my friends growing up in Maryland grew up in one of these super old farmhouses, and it had a cellar. And when you went down in the cellar on the staircase, if you looked at the wall, yeah, no there thanks. was carving in the wall. Of- no. Oh, all the people's names and dates of people who were born in the house so out. and died in the house. So out. So yeah. out. So you but don't like old homes? Not that old. No, I'm sorry, Ryan. They they do not have to disclose. Not in Massachusetts. Really? Oh, my God. So Arcan, there might have been. Could have been. Arcan. You could have ghosts that you don't even know about. John in the car says, Darkhand, if your house had a secret cheese whale room, would you go into it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yes, I would. You'd be broadcasting until, in there from right now. Uh, not until I know what Bill's fate is. Uh, I'm not going in that room. So there you go. Secret tunnels, secret uh, secret basement, sub-basement rooms, rooms uh, in these homes. That's Meg explaining today. Uh, each and every day at this time here on Jones and Mego with Arkan. We'll go back to your phone call, 617-779-7937. Here's, That's Twitch. Your- Here's the guy coming out of the tunnel on Twitch right now. <laughs> Wait, why is there police officers? Because they found secret illegal tunnels. Look at this guy coming up out of the yeah, right out of the right out of the yeah. grate. <laughs> well, I watched that video about eight hundred times. Are, you, are they sure it's not just like a sewage tunnel? <laughs> oh, they're sure. They this found like nuts. mattresses and stuff. It's like yeah, well, they've been so they've were been people it. sleeping down there. I don't know exactly what they were doing there. What I'm was sure, going but there were tunnels. Got to be honest, sure it was up to no good. Yeah. Uh, 617-779-7937. That's how you jump in line here for uh, Rich Keefe. He comes your way at 6. We have Bet Roulette. Some picks for tonight next. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. WEEI. Well, David Pasenak had two breakaways in the three-on-three in overtime. The first one didn't elevate the puck over the glove of Ingram. This one, he beats him over the glove. Unfortunately, he catches all iron. That was a great pass, by the way, by Brad Marshall on his backhand for deep in his own zone. Jeremy Swayman in in relief. We talked about how difficult the situation that's got to be. And now you're really concerned about Felinas Omar because that didn't look good the way he was helped off the ice. And then to add insult to injury, you give up the winner at OT. Linus Olmark's injury last night, one of many topics we've discussed today on Jones and Mego with Arkin. 
Uh, did the Bruins miss an opportunity to move him? Probably. They should have done it last year at the deadline. They should have done it this offseason. And hopefully they'll have an opportunity to do it at the deadline this year. Uh, but maybe not. After he leaves early last night, they're going to be leaning on Jeremy Swayman here in the immediate future. I'll get to Bet Roulette in a moment. I just wanted to update a few more Pete Carroll comments. And we played one for you earlier. I'm jacked. I'm fired up. I'm not tired. I'm not worn down, et cetera, et cetera. Right? And Schefter quote tweeted it with, boy, this doesn't sound like a guy who's done coaching. And, like, I don't think Schefter has a lot of takes. I think that's a clue that Schefter knows something and he knows what's going on. And earlier today he referred to it as New England West. So what makes it New England West? Pete Carroll is under contract and wants to keep coaching. Seattle or anywhere else, and Seattle's done with him, and they're going to force him upstairs. Is Robert Kraft going to do something similar? Is it just the staring contest between coach and ownership? We'll see. But here is other comments. Uh, quote, I competed pretty hard to be the coach, just so you know. By intention to return, that was true to the bone. And I want to make sure that's as clear, uh, that's clear rather, as things have shifted so quickly. Uh, Carol was then asked uh, about two things, uh, including whether or not he and Allen, Jody Allen, had differences in the vision for the team. No, he said, no, I can't. I'm not going to. Which sounds like Arcan Day what? A yes. That sounds like an absolute yes. the answer yes. was no, you just say no. <laughs> like, he, also, he also said, I realize I'm about as old as you can get in this business. That's one year older than Bill, by uh, the way. There's coming a time they've got to make some decisions moving towards the future. If there's some way I can add something down the road, we'll see what happens. But this is a good move for them. Oh, I thought he was going to say the football team. Them. Now, what does he mean? He could mean ownership. He also could mean them, meaning the organization that I'm supposedly going to keep working for. Yeah, what, what about that second to last thing he said there? I could do something with them down the road. Mm-hmm. I thought that he was being put into a different role within the organization. Okay, he's making it clear he wants to coach. And so maybe he will go quietly and kick upstairs because mm-hmm. he's not Bill Belichick and he's not going to kick a hornet's nest. Bill will do that. Bill will sue. He's done it before. Bill will burn the place to the ground if they ask him to do this. So yeah, that, right. that to me, would be the difference. That's not Patriots West because Pete Carroll, I don't think, is going to burn it down. He's biting his tongue and, you know, giving you clues. Uh, Bill's not going to give any clues. He's going to hire a lawyer and sue you and, and get out of his contract. That's what he did with the Jets. That's what he'll do here. Yeah, I just hear that, and I wonder how much of that is Pete Carroll putting it out there as an advertisement. Like, hey, 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 they say that I'm just going to work as an advisor to them. Just so you know, I fought to be a coach here, and we'll see what happens down the line. But, you know, if Carolina comes calling or Washington comes calling or somebody, I'll go there and be the coach, and then it's their problem to figure out. Okay, so that was earlier today. Pete Carroll, if you're just tuning in, Nick Saban also retiring at the University of Alabama. We'll see if that one is as it appears on the surface. That one feels more like a Saban decision. Maybe. He's the same age as Pete Carroll. So maybe. Maybe he's done coaching. Maybe he has eyes on going back to the NFL. But the writing was on the wall about how much he disliked the changes that came to college football with all the transfer portal and the NIL. So maybe he's not coaching in college anymore. Maybe he's taking another swing at the NFL. At his age? He's the same age as Bill. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, so, but I'm just telling you. if you Retirement think... is, like, the, the most reasonable outcome here. Okay. I mean, Bill wants to keep coaching, right? Yeah. Pete Carroll sounds like he wants to keep coaching. They're all the same age. So, like, something tells me Nick Saban doesn't want to be done. They're probably not starting a podcast with each other. <laughs> Bill and Nick? 
with uh, guys snorting into microphones. Aaron Rodgers can go on there and just have a scotch with them and just listen to what they have to say. That'd be great. Pete Carroll and Rodgers can talk about 9 11. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Have Sean McDermott on as a special guest. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, a wacko conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast. That's for sure. Uh, anyway, line up for Keith 617. 617- I always forget that about Pete Carroll. Yeah, not great. 617-779-7937. That's how you jump in line. He comes your way at 6 with Andy Hart, I believe. Uh, let's get to some picture tonight in Bet Roulette. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. It's cars with a K and the number four. The easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or 1-877-CARS-4-KIDS. Uh, Twitch chat said they were going to fade me on my Duke pick yesterday. Oh, I got Pitt plus five and a half. Duke smoked him, so that hit. Mego, you had puck line on the Bruins game? Yeah, fade every hockey pick that I put out That there. did not hit. Fade what was, me to What death. did you take, Arkin? I don't I remember. I took under on saves for Allmark, and he was like seven or eight over, so... You're the only one who hit last ah, night. So you needed him to get hurt earlier is what you needed. Uh, yes. You needed an earlier injury in that game. Uh, okay. It would help. So we don't hit on the parlay uh, that was close to plus 600, I think, last night. Uh, Mego, why don't you get us started here with uh, your role? Mego rolls a six. Always a one or a six. Every single time. And number six is Anthony Edwards' point total tonight. Over under 28 and a half. Timberwolves in Boston. Uh, no Rudy Gobert, by the way. Anthony Edwards over under 28 okay. and a half points. No Mega. Rudy. I'm expecting this to be a strong game on both sides of the court, but a high scoring game. I think the last time I checked the the it was the total was like 20, 224 was or something like that. Yeah, so I'll give that to Anthony Edwards. I mean, he's definitely their scoring power, their star. So that sounds about right. All right. So Ryan in my ear just now told me that Edwards total is now 27 and a half. So you'd still go over there. And also Perfect. that the over under is now 226, which may be another one that you could roll and get here. Possibly uh, Jones, you're up. Go ahead. Okay. We're going to see what that is. I was just double checking, by the way, uh, the first matchup between the Celtics and T-Wolves. It was 119-114 in OT. Pretty good game. What's another that? another six here. Oh, give me that then. It is a stop rolling five. A five. That would be the Spurs and the Pistons, two last place teams. Uh, the Spurs on the road Yay. in Detroit. They are three and a half point favorites in this game. Who do you like, Jones? Uh, I'm sorry. The Pistons, uh, San Antonio rather, is in Detroit. Uh, I guess I'll go with Wemby. Give me Wemby. Give me the Spurs in that matchup tonight. I can't say I feel strongly about it. That's two crap-ass teams. Come That's on. a caution- cautionary the Moxie tale. Invitational. That's a <laughs> cautionary tale with Pop. Oh, give Popovich Wemby. He'll get his mojo back. <laughs> but uh, I'll go with San Antonio in that matchup tonight. All right, my turn. Arcan. Oh, oh so back rims so it. Close. And that is a one. And that is the Wolves at the Celtics. Wolves are nine and a half point underdogs. Um, and I don't know if that's changed. <laughs> Has that changed since the Gobert news came out? It's 11. It's 11 now? Wow. 11. I was going to take the Wolves anyway, but I'm definitely going to take them at a double digit line. Uh, go ahead and give me Minnesota. They're still a very good team. And Anthony Edwards, I think, is still uh, just an absolute killer. Celtics and I no think they'll Zingas keep it close. Uh, no Porzingis for the Celtics. That's true. Holiday and Horford are both playing. And uh, no Rudy for the Wolves. But I still think. 11 is a big number, so go ahead and give me the Wolves to cover that. Okay. Arkan's got the Wolves plus the 11. Megos on Anthony Edwards over 27 and a half. I'm on San Antonio tonight. Three and a half point road favorite in Detroit. It's only plus 352. That's one of our lower uh, totals. Hmm. 
which means, you know, maybe you got a chance to actually hitting on one one of these days <laughs> instead of us, you know, going 595 and 620 and everything else. Plus 352 if you want to lock that in. That's Bet Roulette each and every day at this time. Some picks for tonight on Jones and Mego with Arcan. Stay tuned. It's Keith and Hart. They have all the latest on just a wild coaching news cycle. Carol out in Seattle, it sounds like. Uh, Carol! Nick Saban. Carol! Carol! Nick Saban out at the University of Alabama. Bill Belichick out in New England. Tune in to Keith and Hart. You'll find out if you get that news here tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 here on WEEI. That's you the pumpkin market. The gift when I don't know this song. And the card inside would say, thank you for being a friend. Me and Steve, we get the big house, okay? You're not even our mom. You're not my mom. You can jump in line for Rich Keefe. Who drank all my Diet Cokes? <laughs>